Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have some fun on a Wednesday. And here is what we have on the plate for tonight. There's a lot, so get ready for an eating contest here. Student loan debt relief. We're going to have a very hard talk, you and me, because clearly America needs a dad. We have Democrats fighting each other, eating each other. Isn't it beautiful when the communists do that? Speaking of communists, there's a brand new one. Just got elected. Well, just won a primary in New York. No one knows anything about her. How does that keep happening? We'll talk about that. We have open racism at the corporate level. The system taking care of its own. And they tried to murder Marjorie Taylor Greene. All that email roundup and much more coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. But we need to begin with the most important thing by a mile. 
by a mile. What's the most important thing? Always, always. Me. The most important thing, what, Michael? The most important thing is me and me bragging about myself. Because I remember there was this genius. Gosh, he's so smart. This genius. I was listening to the radio last night. This is actually just last night this took place. I was listening to the radio, and this guy, he said this. There's something going on right now that a lot of people aren't realizing. It's, it's, it's happening in front of us. It's happening fast, and you don't realize it's happening. To be honest, I didn't realize it was happening until recently when I had a chance to talk to someone in the car industry. You understand that you are very likely in the final years. I don't know how to put a number on that. I would almost guarantee you it's less than 10. You're very likely in the final years of being able to purchase an American car that is gas-powered. Man, I thought that was so smart when I heard that on the radio. And today I wake up and I see this. Headline, CNN. California expected to ban new gas car sales. Ding, ding, ding. I nailed it once again. Oh, I'll be playing that throughout the show. (laughs) All right. Now let's focus on the news of the day. And yes, I'm aware that Bill de Blasio is going to Harvard. Everyone knows I hate Bill de Blasio more than anything. I'll get to that system taking care of its own stuff. First, we're going to have a chat, but it's not really going to be a political chat. Yes, Joe Biden... $330 billion student loan cancellation for people making less than $125,000 a year. Maybe you're saying, Jesse, that's unconstitutional. Of course, that's right. The Democrats don't care about the Constitution. Maybe you're saying, Jesse, that's not legal. That's actually also correct. There will be a lot of legal challenges for this. They're using uh, a law that was passed that was supposed to help National Guardsmen who went to fight the global war on terror. They're using that as some kind of a a path to do this thing. So, yes, it's illegal. It's unconstitutional. Yes, it's communists paying back their friends, all those things. I'll get to that in a moment. But we're going to have a life talk before we get into a political talk. I realize everyone has a different background. I realize life is imperfect. People have different families. Ideally, ideally, you would have a loving mother, a wise father, maybe some siblings, three hots and a cot your whole life. Ideally, I understand that's that's what we need, but I realize life's imperfect. And lots of times, lots of people don't even have a father. Sometimes you have a dad and he sucked. Maybe he was useless. Maybe he was abusive. Maybe he was absent. I don't know what the case is, but I do know this. America needs a dad. America is severely lacking in the whole dad department. We have a fatherhood crisis majorly in this country. And you know how I know we have a fatherhood crisis in this country? Because you keep taking out loans without a plan to pay them back. It drives me up the wall. I understand the arguments against it. I get it. I understand so many people are interested in compassion. I get all that. I want to be nice and decent. Well, I don't want to be nice and decent. So I have the freedom to sit here and tell you this. If you took out a loan without a rock-solid plan to pay the loan back, one, you're stupid. Two, that's probably not your fault. It's probably your father's fault. So if you're sitting there and you're looking at, uh, maybe you have it pulled up on your phone and you're looking at your student loan debt and you're thinking, oh my gosh, 
I can't pay that back. Before you beat yourself up, don't get me wrong, I'll give you time to do that because you should do that too. But before you beat yourself up, I want you to take that phone where you're looking at your student loan debt. I want you to dial up your father right now. Look, you can even do this by text message. And I want you to let him know, Dad, this is your fault. Why didn't you teach me basic finances? Why didn't you teach me anything about life? Dad, this is your fault because it is his fault. It is his fault. And I'm tired of having to dance around all the issues in this country to make sure everybody feels good. And everyone, well, I wasn't, they were predatory. Really? They were predatory? You thought you were going to take out a $30,000 a year loan? Loan, which you knew it was a loan, and never have to pay it back? Or maybe you thought, you were going to take out a loan and then now you're shocked that the degree you got in gender studies doesn't actually provide you with the income necessary to pay the loan back? Are you shocked by that? If you are, it's really important that you feel stupid. I want you to feel stupid. Not because I'm mean, because feeling stupid is how stupid people become smart. So I want you to feel stupid right now, but I also really need you to understand it's your father's fault. We clearly have a fatherhood crisis in the country. I will never forget it. I've told you before, this was, uh, shoot, it's probably three years ago now. Chris was out one day and we had a, a stand-in producer, even though he, he was totally fine giving out his name then and we talked about it on the air. I'm not going to do that again now. The show's much, much bigger now. I don't want to embarrass him, but we had a stand-in producer and he wasn't really a producer he just kind of pressed some buttons and ran the board and make sure the show didn't go off the air he doesn't do what michael does chris does or anything like that but he was standing there and he was making chris told me he was making less than 15 dollars an hour running a board a, a radio board with all the buttons and knobs he was 25 years old he was living with his parents he was living with his parents because at the age of 25, making less than $15 an hour, he had $100,000 in student loan debt. And it was, it was horrible because he's a good kid. And you could tell, I mean, it wasn't bitter, but you could tell how resentful he was that here he was at 25, with a job that didn't pay, loaded with debt, and he knew. He wasn't an idiot. He knew, man, this is going to set me back. This is going to put me behind the times for a huge portion of my life. He, he wanted what other 25-year-old men want. He wanted to find himself a dime, put a ring on her finger, maybe get a little house, nothing fancy, a little house, a little startup. Have some babies, start working your way up. He's sitting on $100,000 in student loan debt, and he knew he was five, 10 years at least, if not more, away from getting going with his life the way he wanted to go. And you could tell, you could tell he blamed his parents, and he was 100% correct. 100% correct. If you're a parent right now, currently encouraging your child, to take out mass amounts of student loan debt to attend some communist university where they'll learn to hate you, you're dumb and you need to stop doing that to your child. It's unfair to your child. And if you're doing it, 
so you can brag to your neighbors that Aiden got into Penn State, you're not only dumb, man, you need to examine your heart. That's your child. America very clearly needs a father. So yes, we're going to talk about Joe Biden and why they would do something like this and what what the path is forward. We're going to talk about all that next. And I'm going to rant about Bill de Blasio. And we'll talk about this new socialist in New York and all these other things. But clearly America needs a dad. So allow me to say it one more time from the cheap seats. Stop taking out loans without a solid plan to pay them back. Gosh, I'm glad I had a father. All right. We have much more tonight coming up on the Jesse Kelly show. Here's another piece of advice for you. Stop breathing crappy air in, in your house. You have virus. You know why there are smells in your home? It's more than just the cooking, right? Or the human smells. It's because there's viruses and mold in your air. That's, that's why your home has smells. And it's not like you have a dirty home. I'm not blaming you. That's simply natural. It's in the vents. It soaks into the walls. It soaks into the carpets. Things get wet. Things that, that's life. Get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms. I actually own six of them, if I'm being honest. But look, get a three-pack. I'm not telling you to do that. Get a three-pack of Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It's a little black box. There's no filter to replace. You don't ever have to think about it again. Plugs right into the outlet, into the wall. You will smell the difference. Within an hour, you will smell the difference in your home as it cleans all that gunk out of your air. And then you know what it does? It makes you regret all the time you lived without one. They have a three-pack for sale for my listeners. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. That's Jesse in the number three. That gets you $200 off a three-pack. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a hope day. Don't forget, you can email the show if you want your love, your hate, your death threats. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. For those asking, a bunch of people were emailing in about that uh, FBI agent from a couple nights ago. We had an FBI special agent email in. This is on Monday. Uh, was... Worried that he was about to lose his job, was tired of the horrible things going on at the FBI, so on and so forth. Those asking for an update, yes, we did get him hooked up with the U.S. Senator's office. They are linked up. He's going to be, I think he's going to be all right. All right. So don't worry about that. Good work. Chipped in. We helped out somebody. Did you see Maloney? (laughs) Maloney is, uh, first, first of all, for those who don't realize it, Carolyn Maloney and Jerry Nadler are two of the most detestable people in politics in the country. Now, a lot of people don't know who Maloney is. People know who Nadler is. Why? Because Nadler pooped his pants on national TV, and everyone remembers when Jerry Nadler pooped his pants and then kind of had to do the poopy pants walk off, off the stage. We talked about it before on the show. One of the funniest things, frankly, I've ever seen in my life. Because Jerry Nadler's horrible. If I liked him and he pooped his pants, it wouldn't be near as funny. But since I hate him, it was actually really hilarious. Well, there was a big redistricting in New York. And Nadler, remember, Nadler's a longtime rep. Maloney, she's been there too. They redrew the lines and those two had to fight each other. Well, I know you, you probably don't care that much, whatever. They both suck and, and the, the next rep's going to suck, whichever one of them is. But last night, Nadler beat Maloney in New York. Maloney, 
comes right out and starts crying about sexism, sexist systems, and misogyny. And it actually, it put a smile on my face for this reason. We'll get back to the student loan thing in a second. It put a smile on my face for this reason. Yeah, things are bad. I'm not, you know, I don't sugarcoat it for you. Nationally, things are very, very, very bad. The communists have taken over all the institutions. You know all that. You know all that. But I always take heart in this. I always take heart that in the end, nobody, nobody has hurt more communists than other communists. Eventually, they eat each other. I've told you this before. You already probably know this, but Stalin, when Stalin was busy murdering all these people in the Soviet Union, well, here's how it would work. Still, just think of the Soviet Union as being broken up into states, right? And every, every big country will break up its regions, states, provinces, whatever. Let's just call them states so it's easier to understand. And he would hand out quotas for different regions and he would tell his guys, his NKVD guys, they're secret police guys. You would know them as KGB, but it was NKVD back then. He would tell his guys, hey, uh, when you go take over New York, right? Let's just call a Soviet region New York. When you take over New York, I want you to make sure in a year you have to have murdered 50,000 people. And I'm not making this up. That's how it was. They were given murder quotas because Stalin not worried about innocent life. Remember, the communist is anti-human at his core. It, it, the individual, the individual soul means nothing. They're all atheist lunatics. So Stalin didn't care about human life. He wanted to make sure any potential threat, any potential dissident was killed. The easiest way to do that is to make sure you kill enough people. So he would tell his, his NKVD guys, hey, when you, go into this, when you go into this state, when you go into New York, you got to murder 50,000 people. If you don't murder 50,000 people, that tells me you're not looking hard enough for the spies and subversives who are after our communist paradise. Well, what do you do when the boss gives you a task? Do you do the bare minimum? I generally show up to the studio in the afternoon at some point in time. There's no need for Michael or Chris to be here before me. Michael and Chris are always here before me. I've never told them they have to be. Why? Because you don't want to do the bare minimum for your boss. You want to show your boss. You want to do more. Well, that also applies to communists and murder. So what would happen was the NKVD guy who took over New York in the Soviet Union, well, he wanted to show Stalin he meant business. I'm after those spies for you, boss. So he was given a 50,000 murder quota, but he'd kill 60. He'd kill 70. And then he'd go tell Stalin, boss, look how good I did. Look what a mass murderer I am. Didn't I do good, boss? And then what would always happen to these guys? It's actually hilarious when you read about it. I mean, it's horrible and dark, but it's still hilarious. That guy would always end up getting murdered himself by the next NKVD agent who took over because there would always be blowback against Stalin for all the people getting murdered. And Stalin would always blame it on the NKVD guys he told to go murder everybody. And it, was, it got to the point where it was simply expected and you were sad when you were appointed as the NKVD agent to go kill some people because you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt you were going to end up being murdered. You were going to go murder all these people and then there'd be a knock at your door one day and the new guy taking over for you, he'd be lining you up against the wall to shoot you in the head. I know that's dark, but it's life. Communists remember it's a religion of destruction. 
What do they want to destroy? What do they try to destroy? Everything. They try to destroy everything. When you look around right now in the United States of America and you say to yourself, man, they went after everything good, right? They went out, they attacked everything that was decent. Anything that was decent, they attacked it. Yes, that's what they do. They try to wreck everything. I think it's hilarious that Maloney is criticizing Nadler for being a sexist now because it gives me a preview of how it will look in the end. Remember, when Pol Pot took over Cambodia, there were 22 members of the Central Communist Committee. At the end of year one, 18 of them were dead. In the end, the communist will eat himself. They'll eat each other. AOC will eat Schumer. Joe Biden will eat Pelosi. They will, they will eat each other. The various communist groups despise each other because there is no harmony to be found when death and destruction is your God. They're not looking for harmony. And always understand, if you ask the communist about this, he'll tell you, well, yes, we have to tear down these systems. We have to destroy all this because it must be rebuilt in a different way. If we're going to rebuild this communist utopia, we have to first tear everything down. But you notice they never get past the teardown stage. There, there's never a moment where they look and say, whoa, we have, we have wrecked enough. You know what we need to do? We need to turn this thing around and start rebuilding. It's only death and destruction and misery. And I know that's kind of dark, but it does, it does put a smile on my face knowing that all of our communist enemies in the end, they're all going to eat each other. All of them. They're going to eat each other. All right, I have to rant on Bill de Blasio because you know he's my least favorite person in, I don't want to say the history of American politics, that's not right. He's probably my least favorite politician who's still alive in the United States of America today. And we have a huge example of Bill de Blasio, the system taking care of its own. And then we'll talk about this Joe Biden student loan thing. I'm, not, I'm done lecturing about taking out loans. We'll talk about the politics behind it and much more still to come tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elites want? A weak and docile underclass? Thankfully, the patriots at Chuck... C-H-O-Q are here to help real American men take back their right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Gosh, I've been on a chalk male vitality stack for like three years now. Oh my goodness, I feel incredible. Chalk is manufactured right here in the USA. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, Focus, mood, libido, maximize your masculinity at chalk.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code JESSE for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offer, subscriptions cancelable at any time. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday, and man, how often have we had this talk on the show about the system taking care of its own? The system takes care of its own. And and remember, when we talk about the system, what are we talking about? All of our different cultural pillars, you know they're all supposed to be separate, right? The media and the Democratic Party aren't supposed to work together. They're definitely not supposed to work together together with professional sports and entertainment and education. These are all these pillars are supposed to be separate. And that's important because it keeps checks and balances on the system. If you have some wild communist nutball running the FBI in an ideally in a sane country, you'd have educators and entertainers speaking out against that. 
But when you, they all believe the same thing, when all your cultural pillars have been taken over by the same ideology, it just becomes a system. It becomes this gigantic monolith. And the problem with that is it's against you, it's majorly powerful, and it constantly is in the protection business. Protecting who? Protecting anybody who's a good servant towards it. I've used this example before, but it's the best one. Stephen Colbert is supposed to be a late-night comedian. He hasn't said anything funny in ages, if ever. But he's supposed to be a late-night comedian, and no one really watches his show. It's just it's not a good show. And at one point in time when they were doing the heavy vaccine push, you know the vaccine that didn't keep you from getting or spreading coronavirus, but that's another story. When they were doing a heavy vaccine push, you can still go look at this online. Stephen Colbert did, he had a bunch of dancers come out on stage you remember it, Michael. Michael remembers it. And he did a big vaccine like show dance type thing. And honestly, even for the most hardcore pro-vaccine person in the world, everybody said, oh, my gosh, that's embarrassing. Oh, I have secondhand embarrassment. Oh, that's so cringy. Oh, how could he do that? Well, why would he do that? How could he do that? Well, you got your answer a little later on when Stephen Colbert's staffers broke into the Capitol which if we're going to go by the January 6th rule, that should mean your life should be ruined and you should be locked away forever. And instead, the Department of Justice, after these people broke into the Capitol, the DOJ, what did they do? They said, we're not going to pursue any charges and they dropped the whole thing. Why does Stephen Colbert go out there like an idiotic good little servant and do his dumb little vaccine dance? He does it because he understands that gives him, that grants him protection from the system. Just one more quick story before we get to the Bill de Blasio portion of this. I had a conversation recently with Glenn Beck, private conversation. I, I, you know, I've been on his show before. Glenn and I get along very well. And because he's been doing this so long and I'm so new, there are things that he knows and I don't. And I was talking to him. It, it doesn't matter what it is. I was talking to him about uh, setting up a charity and he does all so much charitable work. It does, the, the specifics don't matter, but Glenn gave me some of the best advice I've ever gotten. He said, Jesse, I'm glad you're doing it. That's good. Good for you. He said, you have bet you had better make sure when it comes to the, le the legality of everything you do, you had better make sure there is a gulf, a canyon between you and the line. He said, if you're one of these communists, you could go right up to the line. You can cross the line. He said, the system is against you. You know they're going to come after you. They're going to look for any excuse they can. And that's, that's, that's the society we live in now. Two completely different justice departments. If you prove to be a good little system or servant of the system, you will, have, you will have extra layers of protection, extra legal protections. If you choose to be an anti-communist, they're coming for you. You want to know a great example? This may be the best example ever. I'll get back to the Biden student loans thing in a minute. Bill de Blasio. It's not exactly news that I love New York City. Everyone has known that for a long time. No, I've never lived there. I'm not a New Yorker. I'm from Ohio and Montana. And I lived in D.C. I lived in Arizona. I ran for Congress in Arizona. I live in Texas now. But, oh, probably six, seven years ago, I would guess. Maybe eight. I took my first trip to... No, it was longer than that. Sorry, I misspoke. That was back when I was running for Congress in 2010. That's when I walked... That's when I flew into New York for the first time. And because New York City gets such a bad rap outside of New York City, I thought I was going to hate it. I was just in love right away. 
It's wild and loud and rude and crazy, and the food's incredible. And there are it's so old in a good way, meaning there's so much history there. You can drive through parts of New York City, depending on where you are, and you feel like you're back in the 1970s, right? And you can go through, and I did, you go through Little Italy, and you think, you're, oh, that guy's probably a, mob, a mobster. He's definitely not a mobster, but that's what you think. You know, it's just, it's awesome. And it was awesome under Giuliani. It wasn't even that bad under, that bad under Bloomberg, even though Bloomberg's a scumbag. And then along came Bill de Blasio. And Bill de Blasio destroyed New York City in so many ways. Remember, this was even before even before the St. George Floyd death that really, really destroyed law enforcement and the justice system in this country. Even before that, Bill de Blasio was dumping all over New York cops every chance he got. I remember cops would turn their backs to him when he would show up at hospitals after a cop's been shot. It was that bad. It was open animosity. And then, of course, COVID comes along, and there's nobody in the United States of America who was more detestable than Bill de Blasio. Just an absolute... You realize New York City, even with all the other crazy places in the country, LA, and you name it, New York City, as far as I know, is the only one to bring back full-blown segregation because of COVID. You remember, oh, no, you dirty unvaccinated. No, you're not allowed to eat in here. We have a separate restaurant for you. Bill de Blasio did that. I've told you before about walking the streets of New York and having it look like some kind of zombie apocalypse movie. I've never seen it like that before. Everything was empty. Everyone's gone. It was like everyone had been teleported. Bill de Blasio, Bill de Blasio did that. And this isn't a Democrat or Republican thing. Everyone hates Bill de Blasio. He was universally known as being the mayor who did more to destroy New York City than anyone else. He put a bunch of homeless shelters in where billionaires used to live. Well, billionaires can live anywhere they want, so they pack up their stuff and leave. New York has tax money leaving. New York's kids are behind in schools. He just, by any measure, doesn't matter where you fall on the spectrum, by any measure, Bill de Blasio was a disastrous mayor. One of the worst mayors in the history of the United States of America. But Bill de Blasio served the system like a good little boy. When they said push vaccines, he pushed vaccines. When they said mask everyone up, he masked everyone up. When they said close down the schools, he closed down the schools. When they said the cops are the enemy, he said the cops are the enemy. Bill de Blasio, as destructive and horrible as he was, did everything he was told by the system. He was a good little boy. And so where's the failed mayor going? Headline, ex-New York City Mayor de Blasio heads to Harvard as a teaching fellow. He's going to teach, well, we'll take part in, quote, a variety of discussions, events, and programming. Talking about, he's going to, get this, he's going to teach classes on leadership and public service. The worst mayor in the history of the United States is going to teach about leadership. Why? Because the system takes care of its own. That's why. All right, I'm going to get into some more of this Biden loans thing. I've been teasing that for a bit. We have an email roundup. Someone tried to murder Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know what? Let's get to an email before we do anything else. Jesse, I started taking the chalk male vitality stack pretty much when you started suggesting it. The difference it is making is really tremendous. I just turned 61 and my energy level is amazing. 
I did a 16-hour tour after an 8-hour tour with only 4 hours rest, and I could have easily done another 8. My belly fat is disappearing, and the fire in my belly is back. I thought you were kidding about the effects on the voice, but the tone of authority in my voice is noticeable. These results have taken about three months, but I really feel fantastic behind uh, behind taking the Chalk Vitality Stack. Thank you for bringing Chalk to us, and thank you, Chalk. Says I can say his name. His name is Richard. Don't thank me. Thank Chalk. Then when I tell you about something on this show, that means I've looked into it extensively, and I believe in it. Go get a male vitality stack, fellas. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. You want to see a difference in your life? Go take one. Ladies, go take a female vitality stack. Feel better than you've ever felt. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE gets you 35% off. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Man, we still have a lot to get to. Someone tried to murder Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll get to that about 10 minutes from now. More more open racism and communism in corporate America. BlackRock, Texas doing great things. Email roundup. So much more to get to tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. But I want to get to this. I opened up the show yelling at everybody to stop taking loans out they can't afford. Not going to do that again. Just had to get that off my chest. But let's focus on what happened today. Joe Biden, Biden White House, used an old law from 2003 that was supposed to help National Guardsmen who'd been deployed for the global war on terror. He used that law as some sort of a legal justification to forgiving student loans for anyone making under $125,000 a year, forgiving between ten dollars and $20,000. Maybe you're sitting there saying that's illegal. That's correct. It's very much illegal. I honestly, I don't think I've seen a single lawyer today say that it was legal. It's very, very illegal. It'll be challenged. I don't know if it'll go through, but that, that's not important. That's not, that's not what you need to take from it. Here's what you need to take from this. One, it's desperate. This is a desperation move. Right now, there is nationally a disheartened Democrat party. They're hurting. They're hurting for things to try to motivate their base because their policies are all communist now, so they're all destructive. There's, 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 there's not even an effort underway to reduce inflation or, or gas prices or, or, or close the border. Their communist policies don't allow them to even attempt any of those things. So there's no effort underway for that. They know that. So... They're going to lose independence. They've, they, the right already hates them. They're going to lose independence. They're even going to lose some Democrats, especially as they've waded into all the LGBTQs. The, the, they're losing people. They know that. Well, they have to figure something out. The problem is not just the people they've lost who are going to vote Republican. The problem becomes a demotivated Democratic base. How do you get a Democratic base motivated? Well, one of the main ways they've gone about this is Trump in January 6th. Rest assured, a lot of that Trump stuff is, is trying to hand their base a win of some kind. You, as a, as a person probably of the Republican or at least the anti-communist base, you want uh, Dr. Fauci arrested, probably. I certainly do. Uh, that's something, if, if someone was running for office, 
and they promised that they would have that man arrested for the damage he's done to the country, that's probably something that would be appealing to you. Remember Donald Trump ran the first time on Locker Up on Hillary Clinton, which turned out to be a load of crap, but that was motivating. That was something Trump said often at the rallies because you wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear it every time he said it. I was like, yeah, get her, right? They're good. Well, they're the same way. They want Donald Trump arrested. They have very little to get them excited right now. So they use Merrick Garland and their complete control of the DOJ and FBI. They use that to motivate the base. That's why they're doing these there things. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, ah. I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Every time I hear Merrick Garland speak, it makes me want to double how much male vitality stack I'm taking from chalk. But anyway, that's, that's another story entirely. Okay, so they went on. That's a handout to their base. Yes, they want to keep Trump from running they, and all those things, but they have to tell their base, look, we are going to arrest him. But there's another part of the student of there's a second part of motivating their base that they need, and that's the student loan thing. Because it's a very specific portion they're paying off, right? What you have to make under 125 grand a year, and you have to have this or that. So who are they talking to for the most part? They're talking to the idiot who went and majored in gender studies and now graduated with a four-year degree and doesn't have a job. Michael, Michael just got out of college like 10 minutes ago. He doesn't need help paying off student loans. He has a job. He got a degree in something that matters. I didn't know he was an idiot back then. All I had was his resume. His resume was outstanding. He learned all kinds. He knew all kinds of techno babble stuff. He got a degree in something that led him to be qualified in things. Well, Michael's not going to vote for Joe Biden. Michael's never going to vote for Joe Biden. Who is going to vote for Joe Biden? That idiot who went and majored in racial studies, and now he's graduated, he's back living with mom and dad, 125 grand a year. He doesn't make 25 grand a year. In fact, he doesn't work at all. That guy, he needs an extra little shot in the rear end to get him out to the polls in November. Democrats... Communists, they look at politics different than we have on the right. I've said it before. I'll say it again because it's so incredibly true. When Democrats get elected, they're not interested in the country or what's good for this or what's good for that. They're interested in two things, punishing their enemies and rewarding their friends. And every single thing they do is with one of those two or sometimes both of those two things in mind. Why did they hire 80, 87,000 new IRS agents? Well, I mean, it's, it's not complicated. Listen to who they're going to go after. Congress recently appropriated funds, so the IRS is currently looking to hire more special agents or CIs nationwide. Most people don't even know that the IRS has criminal investigators who use their accounting skills and their authority as a special IRS agent to help solve tax crimes. Under this scenario, these students find the owner of a landscaping company has several vehicles that may have been purchased from monies not reported through his business. After an undercover interview using a wireless mic, the special IRS agents find that Dodger, who is selling his business, has two sets of books. The landscaper. You know, I know a bunch of guys who landscape, a couple of them who own their own landscaping company. 
probably the most bloodthirsty right wingers out there. Why? Well, when you start a landscaping company in general, you start with a mower, a weed eater, and that eventually grows. You get enough business in a neighborhood. Soon you need to get yourself, make sure you have a decent trailer set up. You got to buy your trailer. Then eventually you'll work your way up. You end up having to have some employees. They're not going after millionaires and billionaires with 87,000 IRS agents. They're going after small business owner Republicans. Why? Because they spend their time punishing their enemies. And then the second part of that is they're going to pay off the student loans for every gender studies unemployed loser in the country. Why? Because that's their friends. Those are who their friends are. Republicans don't think this way. Republicans get elected and they spend every waking moment extending a hand to their enemies and apologizing for their friends. How many Washington Republicans have you seen? Oh, those, those stupid election deniers. What rubes. There's no cheating out there. It's crazy lies. Gosh, our base is so stupid. Republicans hate their base. Democrats reward their base. That's the difference. Okay. Someone tried to murder a congresswoman. I don't know why more people weren't talking about it that way. Hang on, I'll explain If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.